some pre-roll from early January. All right. Let's oh, go. Really quick before we get started, I have yeah. one other question. Yeah. Uh, is Little Brother's turn on Steam yet? Because I checked no. and it oh, isn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, I meant to talk to you about that. We are launching it at noon tomorrow. It's, ac- okay. it's on iOS. The update came up for iOS. Uh, they released it on Android without telling us. They just oh, okay, cool. didn't tell us. All right. And so we found that I found that out today at lunch with London. I was like, wait, it's there. You have it. Oh, oh I did. I thought it was still in review. Cool. Thanks, Google Play. Uh, so, yeah. So we're like, oh, well, shoot. Steam's ready. So we're going to launch it tomorrow. Uh, so or I guess 9 a.m. your time. But hit us with a good review on Steam because getting early good reviews on Steam boosts its chances of getting um, pushed in the algorithm significantly. Oh, so I'm just going to give it a one star review. If, that, no, if that's OK. I mean, that's no. how I honestly feel about it. So awesome. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Sure. I'll give you a five star. Whatever. Alrighty, cool. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And also do that on iOS. And if any of your family have an Android, also scream at your family members to get it. Scream at them. That's the only way to get them to get it. Um, that's really. Did they teach you that at uh, app marketing school? Scream at your family members. Rule number one of game development. Makes sense. Let's get started. Ah, top of the morning to you, gang. I'm Hank Farr. And I'm Bradley Miller. And this is No Good Ideas. In this podcast, we're going to explore all awful ideas throughout history, from lousy leadership decisions to PR disasters. We're going to cover it all. And maybe have a little fun along the way. I sure hope we do. Today, we're checking out the thing that I did some research on. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Don't Ooh. you hate when you get something in your throat? Yeah. I actually love it. I'm all just right. built different. <laughs> This is built different. You don't even have a throat. Anyway, I don't know what that means. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about... I'm so excited about this. We're going to be talking about the Spider-Man Broadway musical. Wow, three words in, and that already sounds like a horrible idea. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so just starting off about Spider-Man musicals, I, I... I tr- how, what how do you dip, 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 dip. Uh, I'm gonna start that sentence over. Okay. How do you feel about uh like superheroes, like the Marvel universe or DC universe? Because oh. I'm personally I'm not that into it, but I, I enjoy it, you know? Yeah, you know, I like I'm I'm I like them a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. I think that what the Marvel Cinematic Universe especially has been really cool, like just the the fact that they're able to tell so many stories and weave them together and like people are tracking on it, I think is a pretty big accomplishment. Um, and yeah. Endgame felt like a very big like filmmaking accomplishment in that sense. Just like watching it was like, wow, they just did something that's like never been done before with tying all this stuff together. Um, but the the thing that I just don't get as excited about because of it is um, like literally I just like stuff that's not tied to Earth or things that happens on Earth. So I'm more of a fan of Star Wars, for example, because it's completely separate from things that happen on Earth. I also really like gotcha. like the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, films. Love are Guardians of the Galaxy. That, so I really like those. Um, but like superhero stuff in general, I think it's it's fun, but it's not it's not something that I'm going to get super obsessed over. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way the main problem i have with like marvel is i don't want to watch a bunch of movies to understand a single movie yes and i've told you this before i feel like yes but um like if i want to watch ant-man and the wasp i don't want to have to watch like all 70 captain america (laughs) movies just so i can watch paul rudd fly around or whatever yeah exactly it's it's, yeah that's that's the flip side of that coin is that while it's a really cool accomplishment it's also like 
hey, you want to go see the new Avengers movies? Like, no, I've only seen 12 of them. It's like, oh, <laughs> you doofus. You yeah. should have been tracking and paying for their movies and feeding their billions of billions of dollars so that you could be a part of this cultural event. Yeah. Freaking I know we're stupid. kind of we're kind of trashing on a uh, superhero movies. I don't think they're a bad idea. No, I like bad. them they're like fun. singularly. I like the movies. Uh, but the mm-hmm. thing is, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man, the musical is its own kind of beast. Uh, it's not a movie. First of all, <laughs> it's not a movie. First Which of all, it doesn't even lot, fit, especially when you're talking about it being about a superhero. Yeah. You know, superheroes really rely on visual effects and like stunts that require like a lot of equipment off screen and stuff. And I feel like just saying that you want to make a superhero thing a musical seems weird to me because like like I haven't seen it, so I don't know how they handle this. But I feel like if you're going to mm-hmm. make a superhero musical, it needs to completely change the concept of what a superhero story is even about. I kind of see what you're talking about uh, where you, it's difficult to kind of see how you would make spider-man into a musical is that kind of what you're exactly saying? especially like he's a very acrobatic character you know that people want to see him go like like from building to building and do the flip and do the thing where he puts his feet together and then he lands with one hand down it's like whoa that's that's what you're there for right so how do you do that on broadway without killing someone Oh, Hank, we're going to get into it. (laughs) That is exactly why I chose this as my topic. Okay, so personally, I'm kind of on the opposite edge. I think a musical about Spider-Man could be a good thing. Uh, But man, they... Okay, I'm just going to jump into it. I have a bunch of notes on Spider-Man the musical. You're just going to swing into it. I'm just going to swing into it. Feel free to interrupt me at any point. Man, um... So I love musicals, so that's why I'm really excited to talk about this. Yeah, they're I love musicals. We both like them. They're fun. Exactly. So I can't possibly tell the entire story of Spider-Man the musical. This so is, there's going like, to be like great pieces. Yeah, there's going to be parts and pieces that I don't even mention. Um, and I encourage the listener who's listening to this, you know, the listener um, to look into this if they want to find more information. Um, I'm trying my best to pack as much as I can into a, a tight little package. <laughs> uh, that's that's not the best way to phrase that. Um, but let's let's just jump into it. So the musical name is called Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. That's the name of the musical. Um, and huh. I've listened to the kind of the soundtrack like I've listened to bits and pieces um, and it's fine. I'm not going to talk about the story at all because I'd don't really? feel like that's necessarily important okay but i will say that the book uh and i think it was directed by julie Taymor, uh who is known mm. for lion king the musical on broadway oh that's a big one that's that's a big one so that's okay. why it's, so it's, it's this a, is no doofus here yeah I think. and the music of spider-man turn off the dark is uh done by bono and the edge uh i'd not very musically versed. Can you tell me who they are? Really? You don't know who Bono is? I just want to make sure. Oh, wait, no, Bono. He was the um one that the South Park episode made fun of, where he was the the world's biggest piece of shit. He's in U2. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Bottom on the edge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that's a big deal. That's I he's lo- okay. You know, <laughs> you know the guy who like yeah, he, he's always wearing like those kind of like purple pink sunglasses. Yep. Like yeah. if you look up Bono, you're gonna be like, yeah. I, know I literally him. know only know of all of this stuff because of South Park, just really? aggressively attacking him for a single episode. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Whoops. <laughs> but no, that that's that's a big get for a musical of having the music mm-hmm. done yeah, by Bono. a YouTube guy. That's yeah, that's a big deal. Um, so the story of this, it blended parts of the 2002 Spider-Man movie okay. and the Greek myth of, and I want to see if I'm pronouncing this right. Arachne. It's a R a C H N E. Man, I should have looked that up before. Um, but inspired by Greek myth. Okay. So, so kind of when, a, when you led with Greek myth, I was immediately like, Oh, Oh, no. But like the fact that it was about something that has the arachnid root makes it sound like it could be a little bit better. But it still yeah. sounds like honestly, that sounds like something that would be an interesting content for a comic book for a Spider-Man comic mm-hmm. book. So I, I, I can see that working potentially. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, I, I yeah, you got the, the title. The thing about the title um, is that you mentioned Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Now, Turn Off the Dark sounds like. A very standard, like, like it sounds like a Broadway title, like something that's like it sounds like vaguely philosophical or like it's going to turn some concept on its head. Um, but that that combined with Spider-Man immediately makes me go. Huh. Like that just sounds like it wouldn't mesh very well because either the Spider-Man part or the turn off the dark part is going to make the other feel out of place if that makes sense but that's only the title i don't know anything else about this so that's just based off hearing the title that's what i'm thinking mm-hmm. no. you say it's a two it's too broadway for spider-man and then yeah. spider-man on its own is too spider-man for broadway so exactly. it just doesn't it doesn't mesh well and i yeah. see that um i understand that yeah um I think it's kind of a dumb name too. I think it's just like, how can he turn off dark? That's just turning on lights. Turn on the, anyway. yes. Yeah. Imagine how bad a title of Spider-Man turn on the lights would be. <laughs> Spider-Man turn on those lights. Spider-Man turn off the fan in the bathroom. It's really loud. Just turn it off, please. Spider-Man turn those lights off. <laughs> We're trying to save money here. Okay. That actually would have been a way better title and they'd Spider-Man turn those lights off. <laughs> no, get those lights off. <laughs> no, get the Oh my gosh, I forgot that. That's a that's a yeah, Trump reference. That's a classic clip. Just him getting blinded and it's waving his arm around like No, blinded. turn those lights off. So funny. So, For listener, please look that up. Please, please look that up it. to the listener. Especially in look fact, up I'm going to I'm, gonna I'm gonna drop in. in that clip right now. Do it. No, get those lights off. Off. Turn them off. They're too they're too bright. Turn them off. Turn them off. Let's go. Ready? Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Turn them off. Now that you've listened to that clip, um, go find the one where it's synced up to um, what's that one band that does like 182. Yeah, there you go. I okay. didn't even have to say and that. I'm going to edit that in right now. OK, perfect. All right, now back to uh, let's go from uh, Blink 182 to uh, True Art, the Spider Man <laughs> musical. Uh, so it was announced in 2002. Oh, this is um, older than I thought. Wow. 
Yeah, it's kind of old. Uh, in 2005, one of the producer, Tony Adams, he suffered a stroke and he eventually died. Uh, but most musicals would normally stop then and there. And um, I'm not trying to make light out of that because that's that's terrible. Make turn um, off dark out of that. His role of producer was given to um, his partner, David Garfinkel. So the New York Times said this. Uh, others might have abandoned the project, but the Spider-Man team decided to go on with Mr. Adams partner, David Garfinkel, as lead producer. An able entertainment lawyer, Mr. Garfinkel had little producing experience, and he ceded artistic decisions to Miss Tamar, a perfectionist who aesthetic included never repeating herself. Mr. Garfinkel did not take the tack that Disney had while working with Mrs. Tamar on their hit musical, The Lion King. Her genius flourishes best under supervision. Isn't that crazy that the New York Times wrote that? Yeah, the, I I think that they sh- how they said most would abandon it then and there should have been a signal to abandon it here. This is yeah. not a good dis- idea. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anywho, um, so that's how it started, and it started with one of off on the, the wrong foot. Producers dying and the other producer not really like knowing how to produce. So that's starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about the money. Oh, God. (laughs) The musical readings, they started in 2007 and they were often delayed in 2009. Wow. I'm okay. This is the most expensive Broadway show in history. I'm going to say that right now. That's not a good sign. In early 2009, they're already $25 million in debt. And they had a budget of $52 million. Mm, wait, so they went, they, they had spent $77 million? That's, it's, it seemed like, yeah, that's what it seemed like. Oh, also, quick question. Um, what is the standard production cycle on a Broadway play? How long does it take? Because seven years seems like a while to me, but I don't know. That is long. Okay, um, okay. It really depends on the show. Some of them, like, from inception to Broadway, take, like, I don't know, like a year or two. Mm-hmm. There's some that, like, they try it in Seattle, and then they try it out in New Jersey, and they tour it, and, like, it, it'll take okay. years and years for it to eventually end up on Broadway. Yeah. Some of them are just say, we're going to go to Broadway uh, right off the bat just because they have either the funds for it or they're able to... Notoriety uh, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. people connected to it. Yeah. And then again, I'm not uh, that sure, but that's what it seems like okay. uh, from the knowledge that I have. Um, and then this is, like, in 2009... And if you remember, in 2009, that's when Disney was starting to acquire Marvel. Oh, okay. So you're thinking, oh, man, Disney's going to swoop in and save the day and, like, just get them out of debt and uh, give them a bunch of money and then they'll be off to the races. And yeah. uh, that didn't happen. Uh, Disney did not assist financially uh, <laughs> at all. So they were still in debt. Um, it, was, it wasn't until Bono uh, got people... Uh, Michael Cole and Jeremiah J. Harris, uh, basically to just raise money. Um, they're hmm. uh, different, I think, producers or something with uh, within the music industry. And their job was essentially just to raise money for it. And they're eventually listed as producers. Okay. 
So the show was scheduled to open in February of 2010. Oh. Uh, it was delayed to December until hey. they would raise more money. Okay. Um, and then it was delayed until December 2010. And it was delayed again to January 2011. <laughs> this was uh, due to some creative commotion going on behind the scenes. Oh, gosh, um, man. That late in the process, then, that's not a good sign. And then in January 2011, they were delayed to February 2011. Uh, and that was in order to make changes to the show, like including like adding a new finale song. So oh, that's there a- are major changes going on here. Jeepers, this is actually Cyberpunk the Musical. It's Cyberpunk the Musical. <laughs> no Good Ideas, we'll be right back. During all this, they were spending about a million dollars a week. Yeah. <laughs> how? I it's I don't even know how much what? how you can even spend. If I give you a <laughs> that was a really good Tim Allen impression. I'm going to tell you that right now. That, that was completely do, unintentional. I was literally just reacting right to it. Do it again. Uh, no, I can't. I can't. That was so okay. <laughs> Say, do it one more time. Oh my god. Uh, Hold on. This is. <laughs> I can't even do that, man. Well, you know what I'm referencing, right? Yeah, no, I do. I, I know. I know. I, I when I, whenever I try to imitate, I do the. I just sound like I'm going to throw up. Yeah, no, it's the Tim Allen, Tim Allen from Home Improvement grunt. Well, that was that was completely. I wasn't even trying to do that grunt, but I'm really proud of myself because I try to do good voice impressions. Um. So, wow, that was OK. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, we're talking about delays oh, and yeah. spending a million dollars. A million dollars a week. How, if I gave you a million dollars, could you spend it all in a week? Oh, Legos are expensive. I probably could pull off something. <laughs> <laughs> I probably couldn't, in all honesty. Very nice p- new PC. million dollars. Yeah, I could do a lot with it. But I can't think of any way that I could spend those million dollars in a way that would be pertinent to f- a Spider-Man musical. I don't... <laughs> No, I couldn't do that. I can't think of I can't think of ways to spend a million dollars to create a Spider-Man musical in a week. That is absurd. So, there is another postponement. So it was originally going to uh, preview in February of 2011, and that was pushed to March of 2011. So in March of 2011, Spider-Man the musical was delayed again until the summer of 2011. Uh, so. <laughs> They did, they were originally going to open in February of 2010, and then that was pushed almost a year and a half. Cyberpunk the game. I'm from, telling you, this is it's Cyberpunk the game. Honestly, but the thing itself. is, Cyberpunk. It seemed like they it was released too early. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So I just debunked your joke right there. No. That was jokes. a. This is a segment uh, debunking jokes. My joke's perfect. <laughs> Don't say that. Anywho, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be mean. Uh, but this feelings. was all to focus on the story of the musical. Yeah. Um, that seems because there was, huh? Because they'd spent like seven. Uh, th- that seems that's just confusing to me. Because if you spent like like from 2002 until 2011 on this, and like, I feel like the story is generally come up with pretty early after 2002 is the starting point, and so 
And all of that time after that is working out everything that's built on top of the story, all the choreography, the music, the stuff like that. So how are they expecting that story changes like a new finale song to work in the past week? That doesn't make that sounds like a horrible idea. That sounds like they should commit to what they have because they've spent this long making it. And, um, you know, hope it works, because I think that by changing that such base level things like such bedrock things for the uh for for the production that late in production you're only doing it to fail that's what i feel like well something to notice and i think i'm misspoke so they were in preview so people were still seeing the show and they're getting reviews in so okay people were coming to see the show and they're like this is an f they can't be like well we have what we have they're probably they're gonna have to go in and change it but those changes took a year and a half okay well yeah you know what i mean yeah so it's a it's it's still crazy (laughs) yeah oh that's still insane (laughs) that's that's not a good sign that they're they're having to change that stuff but now let's get to the meat and potatoes oh, of Spider-Man the musical here. Okay. So earlier in the podcast, you're talking about if you want to see Spider-Man on Broadway, you want to see a guy like swinging from the from building to building, you know, mm-hmm. doing crazy stunts. Exactly. And that is exactly what they try to deliver. If you, look up, if you look up videos of Spider-Man the musical it is literally people connected to harnesses flying over the audience going up to like the what's the the uh mezzanine like swinging up to the mezzanine like landing flying around doing like aerial like battles in the sky connected by wires that sounds insane yeah that sounds like it would be cool no that sounds like it would be really sick if it worked yeah and here's the thing it It, didn't Um, (laughs) yeah so in theory it would be really cool uh but now we're gonna talk about the injuries that happened because of spider-man musical Mm. uh (laughs) so so they're they're gaining notoriety because of these extravagant stunts and effects including Mm. spider-man just flying around the theater uh six people were injured while working on this musical i'm gonna talk about a couple of them right now okay um so the New York State Department of Labor literally cited two workplace violations because of this musical. So uh, this was it was getting kind of serious at one point in the first preview performance in the first time anyone has ever seen this musical. The press was in there. They're going to write up reviews about it. One of the main actors, Natalie Mendoza, she suffered a concussion from hitting her head on one of the um pieces of equipment and she didn't report it for two days and then after she did she kept acting against her doctor's orders uh she then had to leave the show for two weeks uh and she eventually left the show in period when she found out that another actor was injured um good but you want to find out about that injury that made her leave oh no this one is uh crazy Here we go. Uh, Stunt performer uh, Christopher Tierney fell off a piece of scenery and was disconnected from a safety cord from his harness that he was wearing. He plummeted 21 feet and Ah. crashed into the orchestra pit. Yeah. This was during a showing? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. Uh, That's not good. When the safety equipment is not working, that's that's not very safe. That's yeah. Uh, The show had to stop production 
Yeah, I would for hope. three days. Well, that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> that's it. The three when days. someone falls twenty <laughs> feet, <laughs> landing on tubas and violins and whatnot, gets stabbed oh, by a man. Flute. Gets stabbed by a flute. That doesn't yeah. seem like a good thing. No, it it doesn't at all. That man. But maybe he like fell into a tube and it was like a Tom and Jerry thing, and he got all squished into it, into a tuba shape. But I'm gonna assume it wasn't that funny. <laughs> I don't, I mean, if that happened, it would have been pretty funny. People would have clapped. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if like how, what percentage of the theater do you think thought that was part of the, the play? I don't know. Cause here's the, I mean, how many people clapped? <laughs> I thought just that, that was like, that would be crazy to see. Yeah. And just to, I would be just curious of how people re- would react to it. I don't know if it's on video at all. I don't even want to see it. In we, honesty, if it do you is. think there's a kids react about it? Kids react. <laughs> I haven't thought about that show in five years. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, neither. But until now. But like, I'm, I'm sure Man. the guy would like screamed bloody murder when he fell. And it was like super traumatizing for everybody in the audience. So, oof. yeah. Um, oh, my God. That's certified. No fun. Wow. OK, so that's the second one. And there's yeah. more. Uh, so tyranny. Oh, those are the main ones. Other people like broke wrists and like, mm-hmm. uh, their hands, I believe. Those are the two main injuries that occurred because of Spider-Man the musical. Okay. Uh, he recovered in rehab and he was actually, he rejoined the show in January of 2011. What? So he was able to recover from it. Um, and he was Wait, January actually. 2011? You mean 2012? No, in uh, t- 2011. This was in previews. They oh, that's still, right. That's right. This it. is still yeah. previews. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I was like, wait. Yeah. Didn't really... Yeah. Okay. I got it. So this wow. was all happened in previews, and he was actually in the opening night. He was able to be in the opening night oh, of the show. I cannot so... imagine rejoining that after that happened. That sounds. I, I wouldn't do that. That sounds horrible. But yeah. Hey, man. He can do what he wants. <laughs> so, man. So that's that's kind of the main out part of it. And that's, that's yeah. actually, that's the main reason why I wanted to choose Spider-Man, the musical of just talking about how awful the special effects. I mean, not mm-hmm. awful how they were, but I mean, if they're doing I, that to there someone, is they no, be there is no Broadway show and no effect that I can imagine that would have it be worth someone falling 21 feet into an orchestra pit. Yeah. I can't, think about that yeah uh do you want to hear some reviews of the show oh uh, these are gonna be fun yeah um so this was the first version uh new york times critic ben brantley said that the spider-man musical may rank among the worst broadway musicals um period Ooh, yeah that's <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's pretty biting off the bat not a good sign it, the first version uh had about an f rating among okay reviewers not good Uh, so it wasn't that good and then they did the revising that took a year and a half uh the same reporter brantley wrote so is this ascent from jaw-dropping badness to mere mediocrity a step upward well until last weekend i would have recommended spider-man only to carrion feasting theater vultures now if i knew a less than precocious child of 10 or so had several hundred dollars to throw away <laughs> i would consider taking him or her to the new and improved spider-man which so 
it rose up to mediocrity. Yeah, and and at that point, if you're saying that it's good for 10-year-old children, you can show your kid a secret life of pets, too, or some other worthless drivel. Exactly. Just show them the 2002 movie Spider-Man at that point. I I haven't seen that in a long time, but I know that very few people think that is worthless drivel, which means that they should go see the Spider-Man movie, which they can, at this point, rent on netflix dvd because i think that was where we were at in 2011 um yeah. or get it from the waning uh blockbuster business you know like it just it, it just sounds like it has no value especially not that of a broadway play at that point yeah so spider-man the musical it survived beyond september of 2011 Mm-hmm. So it lasted a couple months after oh, in okay. January of 2012. Like hear this in January of 2012 in one week, Spider-Man turn off the dark generated $2,941,790 in ticket sales in one week, making it that's the most money ever raised. I would say uh, raised by a Broadway show wow. in one week beating wicked. So it was popular. Yeah. Huh. So in some ways, it was a success. Yeah, they um, made back three weeks but, of their uh, production. But sales started to dwindle from there. In a couple months, they're making about like $600,000 a month. Um, or yeah. not month, a week, I would say. Um, Still, that's not going to pay back the bills. No, nah, of tens of millions of dollars spent. Oof. And then they were closed within the next year. And... They said, we're going to close on Broadway, but we're moving to Las Vegas. And ah. then they never moved to Las Vegas. And then we're like, we're going to do an arena tour. And then they never did an arena tour. I literally, I remember in like 2016, I looked up, there was a website. I don't know if it's still up, but it was like Spider-Man the musical, the most famous Broadway musical of all time. Mm. It's coming to a city near you. And I was stoked because I really <laughs> wanted to see it. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to still see it now. Oh, um, yeah. That, I sounds, still, that sounds like it would be a, right? an interesting experience no matter what. Yeah. For sure. A different show every time. Who's going to get hurt? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my money's on him my money's on him <laughs> no that one fell no ensemble member number three i, I bet all my money on him <laughs> i think that flutist in the orchestra is getting crushed <laughs> man i would I, like i said i i love musicals and yeah. like i still i believe that um like even like the big corporate Broadway shows still have some artistic merit, you know, okay. like and I I want to say that Spider-Man musical, I think would be a good time. So if they want to bring it back, I'd be down to go see it. I'd go to the nearest arena near me and go see Spider-Man the musical. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I would like to see a superhero musical where it's been completely rewritten conceptually to not need any of those insanely dangerous stunts and like actually be such an interesting examination of a hero character through a musical that it would be worth watching on its own i think that would also but if it's if it's gonna be branded as spider-man do you think a family from omaha is gonna be satisfied by like that's true the no uh like looking deep into the soul of spider-man so they, they couldn't do spider-man it would have to be like an original superhero kind of concept exactly or like yeah. a superhero that nobody really cares about at that time you know so that's true 
Yeah. Wow, that is that is wacky. That's the story Fre- of Spider-Man the Musical. Freaking started wild. with uh, one of the producers dying and <laughs> ended being a mediocre musical. Man, that producer's and it was being legacy is. I'm sure he would have been so happy to see it go so far. Yeah, I, I honestly wonder if they had the original crew, hmm. like if what it would have been. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I'm going to end with a big question that I'm going to ask you about Spider-Man the musical. So we talked about how we could try and save it Mm -hmm. and try to make it a way to be an actual musical. But it's still I. I, But the thing is, that would make it worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If as long as it's branded Spider-Man, I think you're in a really tight spot. Mm hmm. Which is why if you could make a musical about any subject that hasn't been made a musical yet, what would you choose? Try to replace Spider-Man the musical. Hmm. What would be a better, a better subject? My knowledge of musicals is lacking. So forgive me if I accidentally retread on an idea that exists, but I mean, based on my own things that I enjoy, space adventure sounds like it could actually be done in a an interesting and fun way. Um, space adventure? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say, actually, if we could... I, I saw something, some video going around of an Among Us streamer musical. Was that real? I, I don't know. I know um, recently there was a bunch of people on TikTok got together with some Broadway actors and they made their own Ratatouille the musical. That sounds insane. I really it, like it, the idea of somebody fully dressed up on the, as a rat sitting on top of another person's head, pulling their hair. <laughs> Do you know who is the you know who is uh, I think Remy is the name. I think, yeah. you know, who played him? Wayne Brady. Wayne, Bra- I'm blanking on who Wayne Brady is. We don't know who Wayne Brady is. I've heard the He's name. From Whose Line Is I've, It Anyway? I've never He's watched Whose Line Is It Anyway. Improv comedian, singer, dancer, triple threat. Oh, no. I guess he's not threatening to me because I don't know who he is. Um, you have to know who Wayne Brady is. Look up, you have a computer. Right, Look up time. Wayne Brady All right, right now. Wayne Beatty. Wayne Beatty. Oh, I managed to get him. Okay. Uh, American actor. I've literally never seen this guy in my life. You've never heard of Wayne Brady? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Hank, your homework. Uh, go and watch so many episodes of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Okay. Is just, that is that like a... So it's an improv comedy you've show? You've never that sounds heard fun. of Whose Line Is It Anyway? I've, I've heard of it. I don't know what it is, though. It's literally... It's an improv show. It's literally like... It, it's literally taking like an improv show and just filming it. And oh, that sounds it on fantastic. TV. That sounds wonderful. And it's with it's the funniest improvisers, period. That sounds really good. Uh, Ryan Stiles, Colin Mockery, Wayne Brady, uh, and they get other people thrown into the mix. I know who um, none of those people are. Ryan Stiles from Bellingham, Washington. No, Shout out. poor guy. Yeah. Oh, goodness. 
Um, poor guy. <laughs> They've literally performed in... Insert town name here. Oh, poor guys. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> um... But no, I think I'll give I'll give that a watch because I actually I, I did watch the um, uh, Ben Schwartz and Aaron Middleditch. Is that his name? Uh, Netflix oh, improv specials. And those I really enjoyed. So I would actually love to have some more improv stuff to watch. So that's really good to know. Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. that, that's okay. my homework, man. You're going to you're gonna have so much fun. I'm I so excited that you're. Oh, gosh. Joining I, into that. I, I could I, I could not get over the the don't go in that door line from the from one of the specials. So super funny. So. All right. I'm going to watch that. That's that sounds awesome. I'm going to discover Six Wayne set. Brady um, and discover see, him. Yeah. And like I would like dis- to like see you him discover your own self. Discover Wayne Brady. Have I actually have I sent you the video of uh it's like some super it looks like it was taken on a security camera of some dude in it. Just, you know, the horse heads. It's just that. But a rat just on his friend's shoulders, steering his friend with his hair as his friend is trying to bake food. Um, no. And they play really low quality French music over it. I'll send you that. It's really freaking funny. Um, but send I would like the I'll musical to be the, like that. I'll drop the clip in right now. Oh, on the video version. Because on the audio, it would just you just hear a bunch of thudding and clattering with the crappy French music. No, no, that's 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 what we'd hear. Uh, all right, roll clip. <laughs> roll that clip. <laughs> oh man, what a great clip! I'm so that happy was, we threw that. I in. hope you listen. Now, Hank, you definitely have to really send funny. me that, or I'm going to sound like an idiot right now. <laughs> okay, uh, copy that, Chief. Whew. All right. Uh, <laughs> well. I think we had a fun time talking about Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. I think we did, too. I think we discovered some of that um, incredible lack of Broadway magic in that play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, man. Well, I'm I say man to, too much. Should I stop that? Um, I, should I just say Spider-Man? Yeah. I also think uh, that from Spider-Man. now on, instead of light, we have to say dark that's off. Thanks to those incredible title writers. Mm-hmm. What was the story about, by the way? Like, give me a synopsis. I don't know. I don't care. Oh, okay. I didn't look into that. <laughs> because I feel <laughs> That's like... That's literally the one thing I didn't look into. You know what I think Turn Off the Dark would be way better for? What? Batman. Because bats are nocturnal. Yeah. Batman the musical. Turn Off the oh, Dark. Oh, that would be so sick. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can call me whenever, Broadway. I'll, uh, I'll write the script and um, not drop people 20 stories into a silly orchestra on that note uh thank you for listening to no good ideas uh we've been your host bradley miller and hank farr you can follow me bradley miller at bradley with an e pretty much everywhere instagram twitter youtube tiktok bite letterbox uh spleeb i'm on there now um i just even made that one up you didn't even notice i, I bet you didn't ask, even notice i made up spleeb no i died I, well, I assumed it was. It sounds like it could have been a. It could have been a, a social media site because they have some weirdo names. Um, you can follow me on that one app that uh, our friend he, uh, Henry and I we tried to make and it, it failed. Uh, yup. You can follow Hank on his own app, uh, the Little Brother's Turn. Yes, he's yeah, big I, on there. <laughs> yes, you can uh, find my new game, my new Infinite Runner uh, sibling rivalry platformer, uh, Little Brother's Turn, on Steam, iOS, Android, and itch.io. You can also find my animation work on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Hank Farr. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you with the next horrible idea. And now, Hank. 
Play us off. It's football night in podcasting. Good night.